Welcome back to the Push Podcast, where we are persistent until success happens. I'm Perry, and with me as always, we got the amazing Corey. What's going on, good <laughs> What's sir? What's up? What's up? How you How feeling? You doing? I'm good. I'm good. Another wonderful week, wonderful day, a little chilly outside. Man, it's been crazy with all that snow, hasn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. Yep. Been yeah. wild. Man. But... We, we do got an amazing, guest. yeah, an amazing, an amazing guest. So I know we talked about it before. We um, had um, a, a mini doc um, with this mm-hmm. person, um, and I mean, as far as inspiration goes, you can't like not open up your phone and see inspiration when you when you when you see this woman right here. Definitely. Um, and I know she's she's been helping me out uh, as far as like coaching, you know, especially like when I'm stuck. That's uh, you know my go-to caller. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll give her a call to just talk and. When I say she will tell you about yourself, love I really that. mean I love that. she will you tell need, you about you yourself. You need those kind of people around you, first you of all. You definitely but. do. Um, and, you know, she's a woman of many, many talents. Um, mm-hmm. And I think uh, one of her biggest talents is just inspiring and touching people. Um, mm-hmm. So, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce Lucretia. What's going on? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how are you doing? Great. <laughs> oh, she's playing. She's playing a trick to roll on. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> for all for all the listeners, <laughs> I want to point out real yeah. quick that she was joking about doing that <laughs> before we started. Absolutely <laughs> hilarious. She is very funny. Since she walked in, yeah. we've been laughing, smiling, giggling. Nothing but so, laughs. Oh, my goodness. Yes. We laughs. probably had a whole podcast before we had the podcast. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Sometimes that's the best podcast is the one before You're right. you start recording. You start recording. That's yes. why I was like, man, hit that record button. You might as well go ahead. and. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. I'm, I'm going to start doing that. You just hit the report, record button right yes, off the... Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I remember having... So I used to podcast a while ago, and I had this chick who was talking, and she was like... Oh, can we cut that part out? I said, no. <laughs> right. This is my show. Yeah. And I don't edit stuff out. I said, so guess what's staying in the podcast? Is that staying in? I said, yes. Hey. Yes, it is. <laughs> you know what I took out when she came on there trying to peddle her mess? <laughs> that got cut. There you go. Well, but there before we get too deep into it, let's let you introduce yourself. Yes. You tell yes, the people so, who so you are. Let everybody know what who you are and what you do. Yes. I'm Lucretia. You want to know my last name too? Like it's up to you. I'm Lucretia. I'm a spy. Can't tell you who I am. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm Lucretia Braxton. And Perry's right. When he calls me, he knows that I'm gonna give him exactly what it is because mm-hmm. uh, what's the point in lying to your friends? Um, I run an account called Solstice to Plants, and it is all about helping people not kill their plants. Um, and it, it started off as a social experiment, just having fun with it, and then having fun with it grew into this huge community of amazing people, mm-hmm. and uh, that's just one of the many things I do. I'm very multi-passionate, so I'm an artist. I am a, an actual physical, legit artist who does things with yeah. art stuff, <laughs> paints and uh, pencils and markers. I have a very large paint collection. No, you cannot borrow one. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Ever. I carry some big pins in my bag. If somebody's like, can I borrow one of your pins? Sure. Give them one of the big pins. Um, I'm also, I used to podcast. I'm getting back into podcasting um, because people, I got to give the people what they want. 
which they've give been asking for. Yeah. So you got to yeah. give yeah. people what they want. And uh, I also just enjoy just living my life, you know, uh, skating. I do some skating. Can't do a whole lot of it right now with snow, but that's okay. What and kind of skating? Like skateboard? No, I, I went to actually try out for the roller derby team. Oh, wow. And I don't know that I want to um, crash into people. I enjoyed <laughs> okay. doing the practice without crashing into mm-hmm. people. Right. So thinking about crashing into people, I was like, maybe I'll just want to groove on my skates and yeah. jam skates. So Okay. I do that Should in my dodging and weaving on them skates. Right. Listen, oh, you think you be about to crash? I mean, <laughs> you could go to the rink and like push somebody over every now and then, and yeah. no, just keep that's it moving. Not fun because see, no, have you seen some of these women? <laughs> these women got powerful thighs, and and no, I'm like, y'all, I'm good. I'm yeah, good. but yeah. still, so that's fun. And uh, love me some music, love me reading, and all the things. So love it, love it. Just one, and for, you know, for day job, social media management consulting helping people get their life right on their social so it's kind of me in a very large nutshell I love that. Like, uh, you know i was uh really big on like telling people to like limit their time on social media <laughs> because you know i feel like like you said there's uh, before there's either you know you're either on the consuming end or you're yep. on the producing end mm-hmm. um and, it can be and, exhausting on both sides yeah. though yeah. mm-hmm and you don't really want to get to where you're consuming too much. Mm-hmm. You really don't because you will get stuck in comparison regardless of how strong you feel about yourself. So even though mm. you can be highly confident in who you are, you can easily get caught up in just the littlest thing of, oh, you know, I, I need to add that to my list of things to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I need, I need to be doing that. Mm-hmm. And then you get into the shoulds, the woulds, and the coulds. And those are some evil cousins right there. Mm-hmm. Should, would, and could mm-hmm. show up. And then you're thinking that you're deficient in some type of way. So I do try to leave the weekends to not consume so much social. And uh, that's what I try to do. Uh-huh. <clears throat> you know, a lot of times people will. Addicting. A lot of times people consume yes. and they think that they're uh, producing. <laughs> you know what I mean? They get, they get caught into it and then it's like, what are you doing? You just, you get caught in that little loop. So it's very easy, especially like when you're in the process of, uh, you know, producing, you will get to scrolling definitely yeah. instead of like trying to like respond to like the comments and stuff mm-hmm. because you're like, uh, what do they call it? The endorphins that you get when somebody oh, likes your stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and even when <clears throat> you will find yourself, um, you're, I'm looking for something mm-hmm, and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll see one thing and then happen to see something else. And then you just yeah. go down the rabbit hole yeah. and it's like, I was on here looking for one thing right? and I've been on here for 20 minutes now scrolling or laughing yeah. at And granted some of the stuff laughing at, and I've curated enough of my channels to see what I want to see, mm-hmm. but still it don't let somebody do a funny TikTok Cause now I'm on TikTok. Right. Yeah. right. And, <laughs> and, and saying, the algorithms so are good at that. They're good at keeping you in. They're yes. good at giving you, showing you what you want to see. Right. You know, that's why they're yeah, there. Before you know it, you've done sat on the couch for a whole hour just scrolling. <laughs> right. You're like, whoa, wait, wait a minute. Where did the time go? Yeah. Witness. <laughs> Witness. Wonder why you feeling bad. It's like, why do I feel like this? Is you haven't eaten. You haven't had anything mm-hmm. to drink. You need to go to the restroom for two hours. Your bladder <laughs> is like, I hate you. So. And your mind, you know what I mean? Your mind ain't right. You over here right. trying to think you need to go to Hawaii like tomorrow. Come on. <laughs> exactly. Like we're because not in a somebody whole else. doggone panorama right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, before we go too far off, uh, we also do 
um, a lesson of the week. So this is where we kind of like yes. reflect on the week mm-hmm. um, and we think about something that we've learned um, and how it impacted us going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so what would you say your lesson of the week is? My lesson came back to me today of what I've been doing all week was to be a seeker of joy. Mm. And what that means for me is that I, so I pick words, a word of the year every year. My word of the year for 2021 is spark. And one of the things that helped to lead me to that word was remembering to filter everything through the word happy. That's a big thing for me right there. If it doesn't Mm -hmm. make me happy, I don't want to do it. If it makes me feel a certain way, everything has filtered the word happy right now. And a seeker of joy is a person who's happy and Mm -hmm. seeks out happy. Now I'm not talking about Pollyanna happiness, but legit, I derive my happiness from and through myself. So Mm. that was my biggest lesson was to remember to be a seeker of joy Mm. and to look for those things that make me feel the best. And that's, so that's what I do. And every now and then I would catch myself actually speaking out loud, something that I did not want to focus on. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Oh, and instead of beating yourself up, like, no, don't be thinking about that. Don't, don't talk about that. I just said, you know what? It's okay. You remembered that to remind you to think and pick better thoughts. Mm -hmm. And so just to put a different spin on it. So to be a seeker of joy. Hmm. That's a warrior for your happiness. That's a really good one. I like that. I like that. I can, I got one. Yeah, you got got one. Yeah. My uh, lesson of the week is stick to what you're good at Mm. and play your role. That kind of thing. Come on now. I, um, I, I thought about that because, uh, well, baseball, you know, I'm, I, he's uh, not that good. Oh, I'm very good. I'm very good, sir. By the way, but anyway, <laughs> but anyway, so it's like I I bat left-handed, right? Like that's my that's my natural, most comfortable way of batting. But I'm a very good switch hitter, right? So mm. I can bat right-handed. So I tell the coach that, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I see it. You know, it looks good, that kind of thing." But I'm my me being a left-handed batter is already rare. Yes, and it will throw the other teams off and that kind of thing. It's no reason for me to switch to right. Because me batting left is better for the team, you know, because everyone else on the team bats right-handed, throw a left-handed batter in there, and it's like, well, you know. So it's one of those things to where I, I could switch and develop the right a little bit more, but why? But why? When I'm mm-hmm. already good at the left, and it's better for the team for me to do that, you know. So just stick to what you're good at and develop that. Yeah, that's I, a good one too, yeah. That not only that is so good. It made me remember when my daughter was playing softball for a while and mm-hmm. she's a lefty. Yeah. And when she would walk up to the plate and take that left side and yeah. you would see the t- you would literally hear them like say lefty, lefty. lefty. Yeah. And you would see everybody adjust. Everybody exactly. adjust. And it was like Oh, mm-hmm. okay. So that's a great lesson yeah. right well, there. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. Stay in your lane. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. And a, a lot of us don't do that, right? Oh, right. <laughs> no. um, for me, my lesson of the week is uh, like Nike, just do it. Okay. Um, you know, the reason why is because, you know, I reflected on my weekend. Majority of the stuff that we do day in and day out, you just don't want to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that means getting up early to go to work, getting up early to go to the gym, um, <clears throat> heck, sometimes even creating, right? Like when it yeah. comes to like making visuals or just making content that you need to, you know, be able to put out to promote your brands, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we would much rather just be able to sit, watch a movie or Speak just relax or, you know, have a drink or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be, right? You would much rather do 
everything else that is not productive. Right. Right. Um, you know, like this morning, you know, getting up and going to the gym, like we hit the grocery store, then we went to the gym and the whole entire time I'm riding, you know, in the car, I'm debating whether I would just rather record uh, Tiana, <laughs> which is the majority <laughs> right, of the right. time that I, what I do do is I record her because she likes to be able to reflect on, you know, her improvement. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, you know, contemplating in the back of my head, like, yeah, I'm going to work up with you. And I'm like, I started thinking about like, now nah, I'm going to be breathing really hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not going to work out. And then it's like, you know, and then when we finally get there and I was like, you know what? I'm actually just going to do this because like, this is only going to improve my health. Mm-hmm. Um, and so even though I didn't want to do it, you just got to do it. Even mm-hmm. like, it, cause you, you, we go through those things in our head where you, you, you overthink the thing, like, especially like when it comes to being creative, when it comes to making those uh, different types of content, we might put off those ideas because we don't want to go through the process. It, yeah. it seems so much better mm-hmm. inside of our head than when we actually do it, right? Everybody can, you know, be a boxer mentally, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Everybody knows how to make a video mentally, yep. but when it comes to actually recording it, yes. when it comes to actually throwing a punch, mm-hmm. it ain't so easy. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? So Everybody like, got a plan until yeah. you get in the situation. That's yeah, right. Yeah, so, you know, you just got to do it, man. That's kind of like my lesson of the week right there. I like that, man. And, you know, it's funny because, like, as humans, as people, we are, we seek comfort. Like comfort is, we sure do. It's mm-hmm. like, for example, like if you're laying down on the couch and something doesn't feel right, you adjust to get more comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're laying in bed, you fluff the pillow a little bit more and get more comfortable, right? So it's like, you're, there's something in your head that's telling you to remain comfortable. So when you're laying in bed, you're just like, I don't want to get up and work out. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to do it. You're there's something in you saying, stay comfortable, stay warm. You know, but like you said, you just push past that. But afterwards, after you worked out, you're like, ah, you love it, right? You feel good. It feels great. And what great, do we know yeah? about the word comfort? There is no growth in comfort. None. Mm. You do not grow when you are Mm-mm. comfortable at no, all. No, you don't. You do not. Comfortable is good, but if you really want to move past and move to your next level, your own personal next level, you have got to get uncomfortable. Got to get uncomfortable. Have to. Definitely. Yes, yes, yes. And this woman right here has been very, very uncomfortable. When I say <laughs> she has been like killing it. I mean, killing it, you comfortable know. Comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yes. yes. Um, like, you know, just when you think you, you've seen Lou, like, hitting a, a spot where it's like, ah, the next thing you know, boom, there goes another level. She's taken off it. again. Mm-hmm. So, like, I want you to speak on that, like, just the, the different levels of um, what it means to, like, really grow a brand uh, and how you went through the different, you know, trials and tribulations to get there. Well... For me, growing a brand meant that I had to understand that I was my brand, Uh that it doesn't matter what I give it a name to it, that I am always the face of my brand. And, you know, I do marketing for a living and I will see people and they're just like, well, I just don't understand. You know, I've been in and I've had people say this to me when they saw the astronomical growth I've had with Soul Sister Plants. And they were like, oh, and I was slightly offended by some of the people who don't never deal with me. Mm-hmm. But then when I had hit 10K, here come people back out the woodwork, literally crawling out the woodwork like a horror movie. Mm-hmm. And and like, oh, I didn't know that plants was your thing. That just <laughs> told me that you were never paying me any attention All right. ever until you needed me for something. But I realized that it didn't matter what I call this. It was always going to be me that I was going to be the person behind it, the face behind it. 
And when I even thought about my tagline, like when you talked about just do it, staying in your lane, Mm -hmm. two lessons that I try to remind myself of on a weekly basis, because I easily could have sat up there and tried to be like somebody else. But instead, I was like, let me just do me, what makes me comfortable, and then get really good at that comfort level. And then said, okay, you've mastered that. Now what's next? And so for me, the next was, so I kept giving the, well, let me grow the followers. Then it was like, well, let me make some genuine connections and see what happens from there. Some genuine connections. And what I found was that I was able to mesh with people who knew things I did not know. I mean, I have friends who are botanists, whole scientists, right? You didn't, you didn't before this. That I did not before. Whole scientists or friends who are enthusiasts botanist where mm-hmm. you know if i've got something going on with the plant like i can typically look at stuff and say okay i know what's going on with you but to then send a picture and be like okay what is this stuff on the back of my leaf i don't see any past i don't see this what is this and then to have the person who's not the botanist but they're an enthusiast they know mm-hmm. so much about okay. i mean my level of knowledge has grown based on the people that I've aligned myself with. Mm -hmm. And it wouldn't have happened if I hadn't opened myself up to making new friends. But, and these, none of these people live here in Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. None of them. They live all around the country and other spots. But being able to look at how they were doing their thing, how they used their knowledge, and then they are sitting here, it was a real give and take relationship Mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. was me learning how to, grow myself was looking at what did I do well and then what did they do well Mm -hmm. and instead of me trying to do what they did well I was like well let me just do what I do really well over here which is build community talk to people learn what I need to learn tell people when I'm messing up and being fine with that but then I turned my mess ups into comedy Mm -hmm. and um, did that with a with a fern told people I said this whole love affair with a fern (laughs) that and how ferns are the f boys of the plant world (laughs) and somebody was like what did you say oh my god you're right i said think about it it's exactly like that toxic man or woman that you just can't get enough of you see it up in the i said i said i said just walk this with me so y'all walk this with me Mm -hmm. you walk into the plant shop you're like, I'm not buying anything in here. Or you went in with a certain thing in mind. It's no different than going to the club. You ain't going there to pick up nobody. You going to get your drink on, hang with your boys and your girls. And then there he slash she is. That doggone maiden hair fern. Right there. <laughs> swaying in the wind. Looking good. And you like, oh, I ain't paying you no attention. None. I ain't bringing you home with me. Everybody say the same thing in the club. I ain't bringing you home with me. It's dark. I'm drunk. I don't even know what I'm looking at. But you fully sober in a plant shop and you see that plant. You see that plant. And I brought that maidenhair fern home. I took a picture of it. I had people in my DMs like, girl, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I said, I did it. I did it. And it took two weeks for that plant to die. A slow death, disrespectful death. I said, this is no, you are the F boy of the plant world. You seduce people, you bring them in, they bring you home. And then you just, you just tear them down and, and destroy them and then wreck you for the next plant. Toxic. It's a toxic plant, but it's so sexy. It's so sexy. And it's crazy. Like even thinking about that, like bringing it in, like, 
thinking about like the people that can hold you back yes. from your next step, yes. right? Listening to that story is like, you know, it can it, everything could be nice. They could be a nice mm-hmm. person. They can, they can, you know, do everything that you know is needs to be done. But there's also traits about them that hold you back. Like if you get you too far this. forward, you know this yeah. going in. You mm-hmm. know these things going in, but you have convinced yourself it's gonna be different with me. I can change it. Yeah. How many people have said that about a man or a woman? Mm-hmm. I can change them. Mm-hmm. You can't change somebody's nature. This plant's nature is it needs certain things. And it didn't matter how much I gave to it. It was never going to be enough. So it was OK. <laughs> that was growth for me right there and realizing that those ferns can never come in my house again. And I will walk <laughs> up to them in, and, and they have new ones and I will cuss them out right there in the nursery. I'm like, how are you going to have a whole new set of ferns I've never seen before. That's sexier than the last one. Oh, How man. are you going to do this? And then you just got to walk away because I know where my lane is. I know what I know well. I know what grows. I know what does what it needs to do. And that in turn, bring it back full circle, taught me so much about myself when it came to building a brand mm-hmm. of what I wanted. My, what, what is my lane? What do I do really well? And let me stick mm-hmm. to that yeah. instead of me trying to do what I was seeing other people do because it's like, oh, well, that's what's popular mm-hmm. right now. Or, oh, that's what people are paying attention to or whatever the case may be. So mm-hmm. focusing on what I did really well has helped me grow my brand. And then it made it easier for me to decide what do what and where do I want to level up? Mm-hmm. Because then that's an e- that's not there's an easier trajectory, but it's an attainable mm-hmm. trajectory. So it's an attainable goal instead of me setting myself up to fail. So I I do create goals that scare me mm. because if it doesn't scare you, and I tell people if it doesn't scare you, it's not big enough. Mm. You're still being comfortable. Mm-hmm. And are you really growing in that comfort? You may grow a little bit. But are you also staying comfortable because you want it to be just enough so you can achieve the goal so people can say, you did great. Right. You're so great. I want to be the one to say I did great because Mm -hmm. I conquered whatever it was that I was trying to do. You know what? Mm. Just talking to you for five or ten minutes, you can see where the the following comes from, right? Mm. You're, You're comfortable in yourself, right? And just your your whole mindset and the way that you were able to personify a fern <laughs> and tell a whole story about it and we could all relate to it and yes. laugh and it's it's like that kind of thing is what makes you and your brand what they are you know yeah. what i mean so people aren't people are following or uh subscribing to you because you they know? want her yeah, yeah want because her. of person, because of you. Yeah. you you your personality is in is in everything you say like i yes. like you, you can you can see your personality and hear it you know it comes through you know so that's what's so uh magnetic yes. I'm, I'm just gonna say that yeah that's a yeah, nice i mean and that's a, that's the thing too though you know when it comes to growing something uh it's all about the the person behind it you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. how how magnetic are you you know what i mean you have to be somebody that people want to be around, yes. you know, because, um, mm-hmm. you know, think about it. We all go into, we've all been to work, right? We've right. all gone into work and we've had that negative Nancy imp- mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. fellow employee mm-hmm. who, you know, just makes the day a lot harder because all they do is complain about every last thing yes. that goes Everything. on. Yeah. And Everything it's like, yo, like today. we're already, mm-hmm. we're already, you know, 
doing something we don't want to do, right? right. <laughs> Why do I want to hear about how you don't want to do it, but you're still doing it? That's the, if it is that bad, that's the person that go when, ahead they, and, when they come in, you're yeah. just like, you know, just go home, just yeah. clock out, please. Right. If it's Say that bad, sick. go somewhere Gosh, else. I can't do this. And they yeah. come and they make a beeline to you when you are having your best day, and here they come. Hey, and you like, hey. Oh, the snow is so bright and white. Would you prefer that it was, it doesn't make a difference. Nothing is ever going to be good enough for them. Mm -hmm. The snow is too white. The snow is too bright. The snow is too cold. The snow is too this. Now the snow is melting and now it's black and I hate black snow. You just hate snow? No, I love snow. I couldn't take what? And those are the people you definitely have to push past. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Like that's that, you know, that's that one employee you got to switch shifts on. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> and, and you know what yes. else? Like, like we're talking about, like with, a, and, and you see like people like on social media, <coughs> those, the Instagram people with like, we, we always talk about like the rented cars mm. and this oh, yeah. fake, mm. this fake mm. lifestyle mm. they're promoting. Like it looks fake. It doesn't feel genuine. Right. It's yeah. hard to. Like to put myself in that to to follow. Like you're it. just trying to sell me something, right? Like, yeah. you're, what are you trying to sell? Like, there's so many pages you look at me. Like, what are you trying to sell me? Are you selling me some diet tea? Right. Like, are you Ooh. selling me? What are you? What diet is tea. it? Are, are you telling me that you use this to get abs? Like, what are you? What are we doing? Like, like the, what are you? Know, you going don't get to me wrong. Me? Abs are made in the kitchen. In the kitchen, but but the they're kitchen. not. They're not made you in also a little have bottle. To hit the gym. They're not you made in that little bottle with the little gummy gummy vitamins or whatever. Or if they would really tell you the truth the way that their abs were made was that they have access to a great plastic surgeon. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. You know, or you have access to a personal chef, or you have access to a person who comes to your home and destroys your body. Right. But you then go and get your body surgically created. Mm. Mm -hmm. And and so many people are like that. That's why I tell a lot of people that what you see on social media is curated. Uh, It's nothing but an avatar. You know, everybody, you know, wanting to try to... Um, be something they're not and i think mm-hmm. the 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 fastest way to becoming successful um you know and just you know even with lou being in the room is being yourself mm. you know because that is what's going to attract your following that is what's going to attract people to come to your business and yes. uh and and want to shop with you because at the end of the day when you especially on the smaller end when you have a brand you know you are the brand and what you represent is what's going to attract. Think about it. You know, everybody wants Nike. You don't even know why you want Nike, do you? Well, I have seen this powder puff blue shoes and some pink ones <laughs> that I really want. And right. I don't even like pink like that. But I saw these shoes and I was like, mm-hmm. I got to have them. Mm-hmm. No, I don't got to have them. And you think right. about it. Nike does really well with putting people in their product yes. that looks exactly like the people that buy it. Yeah. Yes, that yeah. is key. Mm, yeah. That is key. You, people see themselves. How can I make you see yourself in this? And right. and Nike mm-hmm. is also an aspirational brand. Mm-hmm. They make you believe that you can aspire to it. And it's like, oh, I wish that I can do it. You can just do it. There you go. Right. Oh, just you know it. what? I don't know if I can run like that. You can just do it. You gotta yeah. just get started, you know? Yes. Um, and I think the the what, what I want to kind of like uh, circle back to is you had said something um, when you said, if it doesn't scare you, it's not big enough. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's uh, very huge. And so um, I want to like kind of like dabble into um, when do you know you should go that way? Like, because it could, you know, because definitely it could be big enough to where it scares you and mm-hmm. you probably shouldn't be doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But it also being, you know, that scary that it's like, yo, if I do this, something else can happen. 
you have to be willing to take the chance that something else could happen Hmm. because otherwise you're just subscribing to fear and you'll never take a chance doing anything because now a lot of people don't try anything Mm-hmm. Or they'll or I have a friend who's who's like, well, I just can't make a decision about this. I just I just don't you know, I know I need to do it. And I, I just don't know. You know, I get paralyzed when I can't make a decision. I said, you did make a decision. Mm-hmm. He's like, Well, no, I did. And I said, no, you did. You made a decision to make no decision. That's a decision. Mm-hmm. That's a decision to choose to do nothing. You chose to do nothing. Now you're mad at yourself and beating yourself up because you did nothing. Mm-hmm. So. For me, when I when I think about the things that I want to do and, and like I, I have an opportunity that's coming up that I'll tell you about later nice. off the air um, <laughs> where I would have just taken what was offered, but something said, why are you playing small? Do you not see, you can look at your trajectory of where you are now mm-hmm. based on where you plan on being in a few months because you, nobody knows what you've got going on in the background because you ain't putting all your business out there on social. Mm-hmm. Right. Why would you play small? Also, why don't you let these people know that it's not a one and done? You ain't no mm. one night stand. You are trying to do what you got to do because you got to give them everything. That they didn't even realize that they needed. Right. I'm about to Facebook you right now. Facebook, for those of you who don't know, their hidden mantra is domination. Facebook oh, yeah, gives you definitely. what you think, gives you what it thinks you want because you don't know what you want. They've said that. They've said that. Mm-hmm. It's not on the record where you can see it. But former employees have said, oh, no, they, they give you what you, you think you want this. No, you don't. We're giving you what you want. That's mm-hmm. why we're able to suck you in. So... I, in turn, really think about, does this scare me? Does it terrify me to the point that if I fail, it's like, oh, that's a massive failure. Is it one where I'm going to be on the ground with a bottle of very good wine? Because if you're going to be down, you might as well get a good bottle of wine to be down with. (laughs) And am I going to be laying on the floor and then give myself a day to be in my feelings? And then I'm going to go back to being gangster. It needs to scare you like that. It needs to scare you to the Mm -hmm. point that you tell somebody that if you fail at it, that people are like, man, I can't believe you just, you just Mm -hmm. blew all that money. And then you, you just really, Mm -hmm. and it didn't pan out. It didn't do what you wanted to do. It should scare, it should terrify you. And most people still (laughs) stay safe Mm -hmm. in, well, I'm just, yeah, I'm going to book that job. And yes, I'm going to do it. It's like, well, what if you take the job in New York? and fly there right. on your dime mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. do this because you know that's not only you showing dedication, that's a heck of an opportunity that you could end up, could now, it, it could just garner all these additional opportunities because yeah. you took a chance. Right. And that even means like, you know, even like as an employee to, you know, because I, I want to make this like, you know, my bad. I want to make this like full circle for everyone. Yeah. Is like even as an employee that, you know, if you have an idea that, you know, you want to present to the board or um, your your manager, mm-hmm. <clears throat> present that idea. And if you get knocked down, take the idea even further. Maybe invest a little bit into the idea to show them how it can work. And that's what mm-hmm. I did with Soul Sister Plants. I was mm-hmm. at a job. I was working a full time job mm-hmm. and they were going on about how well, no, this doesn't work here. And I'm like, no, you, this, these are the things that you do. And then this is what we can get, how we can get it to do what we want to do. Uh-huh. They don't want to listen. So I said, well, I'll just build it. And so uh-huh. I built like, it. I'll show you. Let me show you. I, first. Yes. Yeah. Built it. 
experiment it, show them. Okay. So here's what I did with this. Here's what I did with this. Look at what happens when we do this. So I was like, oh, if that works, well, what happens if I do two of these? Well, what happens if I do this? I said, so I turned everything into an experiment to show them what could be done. They still didn't want to listen. So instead of me taking that as a, oh, that was dumb of me to do, or that was a waste of time. It was an opportunity to create. So I've created that this entire experiment that's now turned into a brand is a case study in growing Mm -hmm. from zero to where it is right now Mm -hmm. based on just pivoting. And I can show you all the different places where I pivoted and tried different things and how people have come to me for work versus me having to go. I haven't pitched anybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody that I have worked with has come to me. I was and just I about ha- to say that. Sorry to cut you off. I was just about to say that, like thinking about all the people that have joined you because they see you pushing your car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people <clears throat> that's, are like, that's good I right just, there. I want help mm-hmm. and I need help. And uh, if I, if somebody would just help me, but like, are you even pushing your car? No. You know, I'm more than likely to pull over and help somebody push their car out yes, the way to safety. Yes, if you're pushing it, right? Yes, if you are right. pushing it. If you're Versus not pushing you it and you're just sitting in the car, I'm just going to drive right past help. it. Yeah. Help, you know? I need some help. Mm-hmm. You, you ain't got no lights on. You ain't got nothing on signaling signaling that you need help. Right. Help, you just hoping somebody sees and hears. Yeah. That is, that's, oh, that's good. That yeah. was good. Right. You know, you know, I found, I noticed about myself, uh, like the way that you, you talk about the, like uh, taking those risks and taking those chances mm-hmm. and don't letting yourself be ruled by fear. I I feel like I do that in in certain some ways, but not others. So, for example, uh, I will I want to jump out of an airplane, right? I've climbed cell phone towers. I I, I don't have fear as far as like physical, right? I got inside of a cage, had him lock it in, and, and fighting in a cage, right? So it's like it's like that kind of thing to where like Who I have I don't have these fears, right? Like these like I I, try, I don't have fear as far as like physical. Like I'm I'll do it. Let's go, right? But I have trouble with taking that same that same mentality and converting it into like taking other risks as far as like mm. just taking a leap of faith as far as like leaving the job and mm-hmm. and um just like putting just you know that kind of thing they're just, just putting everything into one thing and that kind of thing i i have to find a way to bring that same mindset into other parts have of my you life. ever been forced into having to take a risk forced into it no so here's why people will see me take what they perceive to be risk mm-hmm. or that, oh, you, you work risky jobs, meaning consulting jobs where, you know, I don't have guaranteed health care or mm. even a guarantee that you're going to have the job. And I, I was forced into it at mm. one point, you know, to where I had to start a business. I was shooting photography years ago just because I wanted to learn it. But then when I lost a job, it was like, okay, you going to pay bills or you not? You right, going to be yeah. homeless or you not? Nobody cares that you don't have a job. <clears throat> they just want to know I'm going to get my rent and I'm going to get my bills paid. Right. That's it. So I was forced into taking a risk. And then what I found was mm-hmm. that, oh, it wasn't quite as risky as you thought it was mm-hmm. going to be. So you end up, it, it's like now for me, what people will perceive to be a risky thing doesn't feel like much of a risk. Right. I, I feel you're, you on that. you're almost conditioned now to, well, what's the worst that can happen? Right. Yeah. I feel you with that. And, and it's so funny because I tell him that's the same way it was when I was like tower climbing, climbing, climbing towers. People like, oh my God, I can't believe you go up there. I can't believe you can do that. But I got so comfortable to where I would take naps 
you know what I mean? So I'm up like 250 feet hooking off the sitting there just kind of, mm-hmm. I'll show you a picture. The worst that could happen is pictures. you could just die. Yeah, but, yes. but, but, yes. so, but, but I get so comfortable. You get so comfortable with it. Yeah. It's like you said, it's where it's like, man, this isn't a risk for me. I don't think like I want to do a death and I think that, like, <laughs> you know, And that's, but, you know. that's something we all need to weigh out too, is like what somebody might see as risky, the next person might not. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. you know, kind of like what you said, Lou, is that even if you feel like it's like scary, you should do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and make you sure that you won't regret trying. Yeah, and it right. kind of like made me feel like how I felt when I had this uh, uh, client. You know, they had nine people in the room for me, mm. nine people. You know, you know, it was that was that for me was scary. Yeah, because it was like, oh, they know what they're talking about. Right, <laughs> they really right. here for me. You know what I mean? So it's like, well, what if I use the wrong terminology? What if I um, come off as if I don't know what I'm doing? Mm. Um. You know how intimidating it is to be in a room to represent your company by yourself with nine other people. Yes. That are just looking at you for the answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, to solve their problem. And, you know, that right there was scary. I was very uncomfortable. I was nervous. I drank two, maybe three bottles of water during the the, the, the meeting. You know <laughs> <Right>. what I mean? <laughs> Knee just a flying, you know, but halfway through the the conversation, I was like, oh, they really just need me. You know what I mean? Yes. They really need me to solve their problem. And by knowing that I know it just enough to solve their problem, it's like now going through this process, I'm learning even more mm-hmm. along mm-hmm. the way. You know, learning different terminologies from what they're talking about and recognizing that this term is going to go with this. Um, and then now it's like, oh, well, I can do that again. You know, I've, I've now I've been in a meeting big enough I could do it again. And you pretty much learn from those situations that you're very uncomfortable because since you're so uncomfortable, your 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 senses are so high yeah. that you're paying attention to everything mm-hmm. that's going on, um, no matter what it is that you're doing. So since you're paying attention, you're absorbing all that information. And then you're going to be able to take it, condense it, and then learn from it and move on. And notice how you didn't allow that you didn't allow your being scared or intimidated to show mm-hmm. because you realized, cause you said they were there for me mm-hmm. to help solve a problem that they had. And so when you put a spin on that, when you spin that around and say they were here for me mm-hmm. because they came to hear firsthand from an expert, mm-hmm. what I'm going to do for them that I'm forming this partnership. And that really helps you see that, oh, they're here for me. Mm-hmm. Right. Versus it being, oh God, it's just me mm-hmm. and all of them. But in reality, they didn't want to miss out. They want to hear firsthand. So sometimes that even helps you deal with fear and almost go, I love Les Brown. If you don't listen to it, listen mm-hmm. to some of Les Brown's old yeah. tapes. And one of my favorite ones of his was when he said he was going in for an interview and, and he was coming in, so they had the people stacked. So he was sitting down, and somebody was coming out, and so he said he was sitting there, and he was like, I don't belong here, you know, and, and why are they interviewing me? And, then, you know, I'm looking at these other men coming out who I can tell they got on new, nice, expensive suits. Mine was not. And he said, and I'm sitting there talking to myself like, Lester, you belong here. Mm-hmm. You belong here. He said, and I'm pumping myself up before going in. And then when they called my name, I stood up and was like, yes, I am. And he said he walked in, he killed it, told them, you know, that 
he was excited to talk to them and everything. And, and, and he said he just killed it because he had to be the one to pump himself up that they yeah. need me. This isn't the other way around. They need me. And that's what we have to and tell that's ourselves. That's why you're there. That is yes. exactly why you're there. Another great Les Brown story. I think it was Les Brown. Correct me if it's not. Uh, he had the, he was talking about always being ready, always being ready for your opportunity. Yes. And he said, he, I think he was working with a radio personality uh, who was like getting drunk and, and did. didn't, yeah, yes. and he, he wasn't ready to, the radio personality wasn't ready to go on. So they told him to just talk on the radio and he hopped on, got on there flying, talking and introduced himself. And he, had been he was ready to go. Yeah, he had been, been practicing, practicing for months. For that and he was there working for free, washing mm -hmm. cars. Yeah. Here you hear, that, car. you hear that working for free. Working, he worked for free You're because he free. wanted yeah, to be yeah. in radio. And yeah. he had the voice. How many opportunities do you think come from free? <clears throat> so, a multitude on mm -hmm. a daily basis. We and, and the thing is, is that people don't realize that you are in a power position because you get to choose what you want to do yeah. for free. There are certain things I will do for free. There are certain things I'm like, run me my coins. Exactly. It's yeah, easily definitely. like that. But it's weighing out is how is that opportunity going to be a win for you in addition mm -hmm. to the person who wants you to do it for free? Right. How is it a win-win for both of you in some type of way? Right. Are you forming an, an informal partnership in some type of way? And this relates not just to people who are business owners, but also internally. If you're working in a lot of my brand building, personal brand building was done internally working for somebody else mm -hmm. because you have to be a squeaky wheel at any job where you are in order to get noticed. Mm -hmm. Or you're flying under the radar. And mm -hmm. I used to fly under the radar at certain jobs because that was how I was maintaining safety and um, preservation of making sure I was earning money and doing what I needed to do to take right. care of my family. So you'll fly under the radar at a certain point. But my goal was always to have the confidence of mediocre Chad, mediocre mm -hmm. white Chad, who will mm -hmm. walk in there and don't know nothing. But Chad yeah. will sit in there in a meeting and talk about nothing. I'm like, he ain't say nothing. And they're like, <laughs> Chad, that, whoa, that was, a, well, that was amazing. Yeah. We're going to execute what Chad just said. I said, Chad didn't say nothing. <laughs> Chad literally said nothing. You just said we're going to execute on the air. Chad just sat up there and sold y'all the air. And y'all said, oh, my God. <laughs> we need to start <laughs> doing videos. <laughs> <laughs> you saw her expression, how, how animated she was. If you only, guys, if you only seen her face, so animated. I became yeah, mediocre that, white Chad. That was amazing. That was oh funny. my god! I told you, I told you, it's the personality that. <laughs> listen, you guys, I wish you guys could have seen that. And I wish y'all could have seen the two of them trying not to laugh in the microphone because they realize this is audio. <laughs> <laughs> they try to slightly be professional. This is what they get for uh, bringing me on their show. Oh, man. This is what they it. get. I feel like I'm going to live 10 years longer. I'm going to live 10 years longer after this. Oh, yeah. But you will walk into whatever you do from this point forward with the confidence of mediocre white Chad. Because yeah. if he can sell the people the air, and they're like, this is a great idea, and now mediocre white Chad is VP of air, <laughs> and that's what he's selling. And he will take that VP title and move on to his next job, making twice what you're making mm -hmm. because Chad took a chance. Yeah. He had the, the uh, there's no there's no speaking, right or wrong about, you know, how you go about it. It's, right. it's, it's about learning, you know, mm -hmm. even in the beginning, like like you said, even now, you there's still things that you would determine like, oh, this is good enough for me mm -hmm. to do for free. Mm -hmm. Or, you and you know, know what? people don't understand that yeah. either, because like as a as a creator, people don't understand that, like that. 
if I'm doing it for free, it's my choice. Yes. You know, people like you have friends and family who want you to do like, hey, uh, I was thinking about doing this, this and that and, and making a video that, oh, are you? It's like okay. good for you. <laughs> you yeah. know? So I'm like, like so so you want me to, to give you like six to eight hours and and then of just just the filming and, and photo process. No, and no, then no. Like better, they told to better you, you that <clears throat> I want to make a video. Exactly. And that's when I, I listen to the words that are <laughs> right. said to me. I'm like, that is great. You make that video. Well exactly. no, I thought that we could what did you think that we were gonna do? Right. Because like, I'm a whole business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you like, think we were gonna do? Even, like you said, you know, I'm I'm a business. But also, um, the opportunity is more one-sided. Yes. yes. It's like, yes. you know, for the, it's like, well, why would I do that if it's only going to benefit you? you. Yep. And mm. those are the like, people that going have to the most me? input. They want to put the most in it. Like, no, no, no. Well, I don't like my hair on this one. Could you, um, you know, I, hold your camera to the, free. Your, like, like, how are you free. telling me how to hold my camera and where to take this picture? You're getting this for free, but you're going to think you can <laughs> right. come in and art direct? Exactly. No, you, you have no vision on free. Yeah. You have no vision. When you are asking any creator to do anything for free, you do not have a right to your vision. Right. You are now no more than a model. Exactly. You are a prop. That is what you are a right. resource. That mm-hmm. is what you are. Mm-hmm. You do not get to have a say. That is the creator's full on vision that's why when people right. saw the mini doc that perry had created for me they were like oh so you he just i said i know what he was gonna do you saw it when <laughs> i saw it yeah but didn't you say no i said i literally stood i said listen i know i can take control of stuff i said but i literally let him do what he does i'm like where do you want me to stand how do you want what do you want me to do All right and it was awesome that was his it vision was awesome too. his vision yeah. because that was the point was for people to see what he could do that's mm-hmm. where he shines can i do sh- video and ev- i know what my lane is there are certain things that i can do really well there are other times and 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 perry checked me on this a few weeks ago i was like i need to do this and then i'm, I'm gonna do this and, and i'm gonna buy a new camera i'm gonna buy this and perry's simple message to me and i can't stand him for this was <laughs> why are you doing that why do you need that what's wrong with what you have is it broken? Yeah. No. Yeah. But I just feel like because what? I got caught up in looking at what other people mm-hmm. were doing. Well, maybe you need to upgrade. Yeah. He was like, <laughs> that's a, why? That's a conversation. That's a conversation me and, yeah, me and Perry have had a couple of times. I hit her too. with the, you know, if you really need something, you got me. Like, I'll right. back you up on whatever it is you need, you know? In right. your lane, uh, doing what you do. Like, why go out and spend all that money when... I mean, as you can see, I dang near got like a whole production. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we got like, it in here. You know, we got it in here, right? Um, it's so, so why, why it's would right. you want to go out and spend all that money on that stuff? You know, so, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. You know, make sure like when we when we are you know acquiring new assets, mm-hmm. make sure they're assets and not liabilities. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. you want to make sure that mm-hmm. you know that person that's coming to you for that opportunity. It's not a liability for you, right. you know, make sure it's becoming equal and that, you know, even though you are doing it for free, you know, make sure you're getting at least 50% of the benefit from mm-hmm. doing it mm-hmm. um, and, and not a 60-40, like at least That's where 50. that win-win comes in. Is yeah. this a win-win? Even if I'm thinking about just be, it's like I have a friend who says just because I can juggle doesn't mean I want to join the circus. Nice. Mm-hmm. I can juggle really well. I can do a lot of things really well. I can do graphic design really well. Mm-hmm. I do not want to do graphic design for anybody, mm-hmm. period, because I've done that for years. It brings me no joy. 
to mm-hmm. do it for other people. Because again, people think that they can get that input right. and that they can have a say. And it's like, how are you running me my coins? Right. Are you running me my coins? And when you are a person who is uh, a creator or a business owner, you derive your income from your creative. When someone comes to you and wants you to do it for free, it makes you almost start to question what are you put, what type of energy are you putting off mm-hmm. that you're mm-hmm. attracting people who think that you work and do this for free, that you're playing. And I just right. want to say this too, uh, because I said it before. Um, if you're going to charge charge full price or do oh. or do it for free or do it for because free. that discounted right. price that discounted price is going to come with expectations mm-hmm. it comes at a cost yeah and it comes at a cost of how you feel about you mm-hmm. not how it, it is it is not it, it is not your client or potential client or anybody's responsibility but yours if you discount that's on you that's mm-hmm. why i tell people don't discount if, if I give people something extra, that's me giving you something because mm-hmm. that's what I wanted to do, not because it was set up as an expectation. That's me going exactly. above and beyond versus someone thinking that, oh, well, aren't you going to do this for me? Well, I saw you did that for them. Well, well don't I get that? No, because mm-hmm. no, you got right, it yes. for free. How you going to complain about free? And that's another thing, too. That's how you know when you talk about the assets and liabilities, I immediately saw people. I saw people who became a liability in my life because they were sucking me dry. It was just what Mm. could they get off of me? Mm -hmm. How could they ride my coattails? Because they thought, and then when somebody, listen, somebody tells you what they're doing and how they're using you, believe them. Don't think, oh, they misspoke. No, they told you exactly (laughs) what they are doing and how they see your value and what your value is to them. That's rare, too, though, that somebody comes out and says that. Well, that's how you know they're bold enough. That's Mm -hmm. a person who got so comfortable in expecting to be given things, but Mm -hmm. to do nothing in return, that there's no win-win from them Mm -hmm. in any kind of way. They then expect it. So that that's that boldness. That's that cockiness of being able to speak out loud, oh, we going to do what we, we doing? We what? Yeah, what right. we? we? <laughs> like, oh, you at it? What what we doing? <laughs> right. Yeah. No, definitely. And so you just kind of like <laughs> want to make sure that you know we continue to pay attention to what's going on around us. Yes. Who we have around us because that is a very important part of your growth. Um, and also making sure you're pushing your own car. Right. You know what I mean? If you're mm-hmm. not if you're not pushing your own vehicle, you can't expect other people to get out and you know push it. You know, had I not seen Lou pushing her own brand, creating things from scratch and, you know, wanting to, you know, I want to say empower the world through plants and, you know, just the knowledge of how that's going, I probably would have not created that mm-hmm. mini doc for her. Yeah. You know, just being honest, because it's like, yo, like she's doing something amazing. I want to add more fuel to that flame mm-hmm. so people can see her. Right. You know, yes, it's a benefit to me because I'm creating it. Um and people are going to see it, but that is something that now she can use to demonstrate who she is and where it actually came from. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, those are the opportunities you want to take to create for free. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just again, be around the people who celebrate you and not tolerate you. That's, oh, um, yes. you know, good night. Just and so, yeah, I just uh, want to shout that out. How can uh, people find you? To let, them, let them know how they can find you. Well, yes, you can find me at Soul Sister Plants. That's Soul Sister, S-I-S-T-A, Plants 
on uh, Instagram. I also finally just did it and created a website for us at soulsisterplants.com. Congratulations. Um, nice. Yeah, it was just time to do a home base, you nice. know, because you can't build your world on uh, rented land. Um, there you go. Which is everybody else's <laughs> Instagram or everybody's Ooh. social media is rented go. space. So there you go. Um, build your own home base. Um, I'm also at Lucretia, uh, which is just at Lucretia everywhere except for Twitter because somebody's squatting on my name there. Um, but outside of that, that's where you can find me. I get down on uh, Instagram. It's where I engage with people and talk and grow with them. Yeah, you want some scrolling time? You're going to be at Social to Plan scrolling. I'm going to tell you, you really that now. Will. She got you some really amazing will. content. <laughs> um, you know, so we also want to, you know, shout out Live Life Studio. So oh, if yeah. you have any product photography or, you know, commercial needs, interviewing needs, uh, make sure you head over to livelifestudios.biz um, and inquire with us. We'd be more than happy to work with you. Mm -hmm. um, don't forget Tiana's Cheesecake Wonders. Um, she's making some amazing cheesecakes, mm. um, and we got mm. some opportunities we would love to let you guys know. So when they hit, they're going to hit, and then we'll be able to uh, let you know about them. Um, yeah. So make sure you head over to tianascheesecakewonders.com, yeah. and, and uh, don't forget about... <laughs> Herbivore Hooligan. Herbivore Hooligan. We are trying to promote anti-poaching, saving elephants, rhinos, and gorillas. Mm. We are uh, well, plant-based <laughs> since the herbivore, that whole deal, but... Check us out. We have t-shirts, hoodies, and all that good stuff. HerbivoreHooligan.com. But yeah, man, it seems like time flew, man. It definitely this, did. It always went, does. This went by yeah, fast. We appreciate you having on here. Having Thank you. you. Yes. Thank you're you. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm just, and I'm just letting everybody know if this is your first time listening, go through all of the episodes because you guys have done such a great job of telling why you do what you do through each episode and it's been great seeing y'all grow through each episode and it's it's one that you know i wait for it and i listen i'm like oh they got a new episode up. and it's <laughs> always there's always something in there y'all always drop some type of gem or some type of nuggets that are like oh i didn't think about it that way so yeah y'all doing great awesome. Keep it thank, up. You. thank you thank you Keep it well, up. all right guys um, don't forget to hit the itunes and submit those reviews talk to um, us that's gonna help other people see us and so, yeah, uh, thank you guys again, and we'll catch you in the next one. As always, push.